I'm Danny Belvin. And I'm Danica Brown. And we are biracial unicorns. And we're the two for one coupon that never expires. You know, it's <laughs> illegal for oh that's not coupons oh shit but <laughs> gift cards <laughs> it is illegal for gift cards to expire wait what yeah that's it's illegal for for when since when i don't know but for as long as i've been in my current job i did some research and it turns out it is illegal for gift cards to expire girl i have some wrongs to be rightened <laughs> No, I mean that make it that makes sense. Like you've given the money, they should they should be able to give you your your tender, your product, no matter what time it's yeah, in. yeah. Ooh. And look, you're five minutes into the show, and y'all have already learned something. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, are you a couponer? I don't. I feel like I've asked that. Maybe it's been off air. Mm, yes and no. I guess. I mean, I'll look for a deal. I'll look for a coupon, but I, I don't, I don't like sit and like buy based off of coupons because I already like have my plan of what I'm going to buy. Like a coupon Mm. isn't going to influence me usually. How about you? So I come from a very proud couponer. Now I'm not saying like, so my mom, she coupons She's not the woman in the store with the binder with every coupon has like own individual sleeve that's obviously used for playing cards, but mm. now it's for your bargains. Uh, <laughs> but I will say this woman takes a lot of pride in how much she will save and she tries to beat what she saves next time. Mm. And that is super admirable, but I get so, oh, this is so embarrassing. I get honestly a little flustered. <laughs> like wait did I have a coupon for that you're like you have to be very very organized and I have to be organized about so many other things that I feel like I've spared nothing for couponing yeah it's it's a hustle I used to have like a little folder thing that I kept coupons in and so they were organized to use but like feel like I just do most of my shopping online anymore Mm. so the physical coupon to me like is hardly a thing i do feel like it's dying out i haven't bought a sunday paper in ages i mean obviously i've i've been away for a while but i don't know i'd love to pick one up and just see how the coupon game is but even just for people like oh i have some i'm like cool i don't need my gutters clean for 30% off and i'm never going to buy this particular cat food so i'm 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 straight thanks so yeah. i don't know I mean, I guess I guess I look at the Costco mailers that come in. I look at those Ooh. coupons. Mm. So did the internet kill the coupon star? Perhaps. Perhaps. That should have been the hit song, evidently. <laughs> well, while we are talking about bargains and deals and uh, shopping today... Um, it's crazy because all things autumn and pumpkin spice are being tucked back into darkness and we're now replacing them with peppermint and jingly bells and Thanksgiving is very much on the horizon and America, here in this lovely country, we happen to know what happens right after Thanksgiving. And that is the terrifyingly 
I don't know, I guess it's tradition, but uh, Black Friday. <sighs> yes, <laughs> Black Friday. Mm-hmm. I just, I was waiting, I wanted to see what noise you were going to make for Black Friday, and you did not disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> but like most of 2020, like even Black Friday is going to look completely different. So today on the show, we're going to kind of take on Black Friday, but we kind of want to have this open conversation about not only Black Friday and what that's going to kind of look, but also the partner, the hand-in-hand guide with Black Friday, and that is advertisement and what that means for us lovely unicorns. And I don't know, I I just kind of want to say your opinion if... This surge of using biracial and mixed couples in advertisement is about inclusion or cashing in on that melanin. Yeah, well, <laughs> spoiler alert, I think I think we already know what I think. No, um, no, wait till the end to the salty bit. Yes, yes, yes. Let's take a step back and, and look at Black Friday, first of all. So... It seems so crazy, right, to be talking about Black Friday in this world? Girl. Where COVID is spiking, like, insanity? Like, I, I, it just doesn't seem like a thing that people are going to do. Like, crowds of people. I don't know. I can't. I, what... I'm 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 actually literally speechless. I was so mad prepping for this show because the projections for Black Friday are still higher. There's we're still going to have an increase than the year before projection of not just cyber sales, which would make sense, but also brick and mortar sales, curbside sales. Just right. I, I'm dumbfounded. I am absolutely dumbfounded. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, so. I have lots of feelings about it, for sure. I think the biggest feeling I have is why. Mm. <laughs> like that's that's just like my feeling about Black Friday in, in general. I just have such a hard time with the the consumerism, and I I think it's probably like probably I'm a bad gift giver. Like, I'm okay with owning that. But I just don't, I don't have a big desire to go out and buy a bunch of gifts or buy a bunch of things on sale. And yeah, I think I'm just not, not a great, a great Christmas gift giver, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I have a a hard relationship with this because I'm so anti-consumerism. But on the other hand... One of my bigger problems with Black Friday, aside from it just existing, is the fact that there is so much emphasis on, like, I feel like there's a couple different things, right? There's the sales and the people Mm. taking advantage of the sales, but then there's, like, this weird, almost, like, classist disdain Mm. towards people who participate in Black Friday, because I mean, the numbers say that it's low income people, minorities, and mothers mm. who are most likely to take part in Black Friday sales. And so I feel like because of that, this this critique of Black Friday focuses on them and it turns into this weird, like, 
criticism that is like classist and racist and sexist when really we should be critiquing these corporations. Right? Mm -hmm. No, I mean, if, if you've watched any video when you've watched an elderly woman being trampled for a TV, mm -hmm. you have to know, like, and it's normally at a, one of the lower income stores, like a Walmart, Kmart, things of that nature, where yeah. they think they're throwing us a bone. And here's the thing if you look at the breakdown, it's going to be a lot of like technology items. Yes. That people normally would not be able to afford. Uh, at least, you know, for the most part within that. And they know exactly what they're doing. There's very limited numbers of this. And they know once you're in the store, you're probably going to buy other things. But it feels very much like throwing a dog a bone and watching the world kind of just go at it and saying that it's for sales and giving people a break. It's supposed to be a boost to the economy to give people in lower incomes an uh, opportunity to make their holiday season the merriest. Oh, no, girl, it's it's got shady layers to it. Yeah. But that's, uh, and, and that's the thing. And I believe Cyber Monday is also one of those things of, it's an example of privilege as well. And once again, it has that huge line because you have to have access. You have to have internet access in order to get some of the better deals and not get trampled. So it's, uh, I don't know. I Well, and there's this thought, right, that things are going to sell out in advance mm -hmm. of it. Like, I think there is a lot of very calculated advertising that pushes people to prefer to do a Black Friday than a Cyber Monday. Mm -hmm. I think what's really interesting this year is it seems like a lot of these Black Friday sales are already happening. Yes. Like all month. It's become the whole month of November, it seems. Mm -hmm. Which, low-key... I'm kind of into, you know, I have the few people I have talked to who are in retail or main shop say that uh, each week they're doing different deals mm -hmm. and things of that nature. So that way, you know, people who want these because the thing is, most people don't go casual shopping at Black Friday. That's another part of it, too. So no, people get a you cannot thrill. go casual shopping. <laughs> you have to have, you a, have plan. a game plan. Like when I used to be a server, I knew this one elderly couple that would do that for their grandchildren because they had so many that they needed to get the deals to get a little something for it. and they had color-coded grids girl they had like maps they they scheduled potty breaks snack breaks they were on it like every year for like four or five years i would see this couple and they would be on it girl so mad respect for not just going in there but it is very very calculated so i see a lot of places like i said people are starting to close on thanksgiving which let me tell you when it started to become normal for places to be open even right. for a limited time on actual physical thanksgiving not that the day is sacred to me but girl that just that just broke my heart. It used to be, you know, at the butt crack of dawn on Friday and then super late, like, you know, midnight on a Thursday. And now it's, you know, uh, noon on Thursday. It's crazy. Just be open then for heaven's sakes. It's just it's just heartbreaking. Mm, yeah, I don't know what that that'll be this year. It's hard to hard to even predict. I'm sure I could look and see what the plans are, but it feels like I don't know <laughs> what the world's going to look like next week. So I have, no I have no idea how these businesses are planning for it. I don't know. I can't. I would. You can't justify it to me. I'm sorry. And I know on one hand, I want to believe that people want the deals, but I think people are so desperate to hang on to something somewhat normal. 
Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that's what it is. It's just a clean. It's the same reason of like having sports on. I still have a hard time with all these, you know, like football and you know baseball going. And though the stands are empty, these players are still putting their lives in, in jeopardy being out there. And I know they're getting tested and living in small groups. But to me, it's the same thing. We're just trying to cling to anything that seems and resembles normal because we don't know what the rest of the holiday season is going to look like. But girl, this is not the one. This isn't it. We all got phones. If you must do your shopping in masses and participate in this, if you can, what's watch again, a lot of people can't right now. I just, I can't, I just want each state to kind of step in and put the foot down. Like I need a parent to come down and ground us all for Thanksgiving weekend. Like I so desperately want like an authoritative figure to come down and been like, nah, fam, this is not, you can't even wear your mask day to day. You can't keep There's no way you can have six feet distance, be able to control the masses of people coming in when it is known and documented that people have a mob mentality when it comes to the specific day. I I struggling with seeing how with these high spikes in numbers, how we can justify allowing this to happen. It's not my favorite thing in the world. (laughs) My normal attitude towards it is. Why are we not being more critical of all these corporations and large companies that are making like this killing mm-hmm. on Black Friday while they're exploiting their workers, while people in the media are like critiquing black and brown bodies fighting over goods? It's like very Hunger Games and weird. It totally is. <laughs> To me, Black Friday is like a personal holiday of like looking at the unequal distribution of wealth mm-hmm. <laughs> in our society and how like depressing it all is. And I think this year it has that added layer of actually being in a pandemic. So mm-hmm. it's like these bodies fighting over goods have become like bodies who are exposing themselves potentially to a deadly virus while fighting over goods. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Girl, you do not need a PlayStation that badly. Like no. I don't know if someone's told you this out there in the world. You don't you don't need it. But it's but it's the PS5. <laughs> you can play with it in the hospital. It's <laughs> but that's the thing. So then on the flip side, I look at this surge of us being a little bit more mindful about shopping locally, of supporting black and brown businesses that actually, I mean, I knew a lot of businesses, especially in Albuquerque, they needed the surge of the winter holiday shopping in order to float them. And so to me, I'm like, oh man, this, this could be the year that black and brown owned businesses could really get a surge. But one, I feel like once again, They are the ones taking the biggest hit during COVID. Small and locally owned businesses cannot offer the same insane price discounts that major retail and main stores can. Yeah, and especially not this year. Mm -mm. So already people are going to be looking at, you know, these stores and saying, well, I can find something else for much cheaper. You know, and of course, once mm-hmm. again, if they're actually paying attention and going by what we need to as far as social distancing, most small owned shops are going to be by just not have the room, not have the space to actually have that much foot traffic. So that's going to be taking a massive hit in their overall sales as well. Because of that, to really think about 
shopping online locally if Mm -hmm. you can, if it's an option. I know a few smaller local businesses here. I had thought about going to support in person and I like pulled up their website and they're like, if you can order online, please order online. (laughs) Like, like they said that on their website. And I was like, oh, okay. And it's like, you can come and pick up, but please get delivery if you can. Like, oh. Exactly. That is a great, great, a great tidbit. Because even if they don't have online, even call them. I've known people who are like, what you want? I'll do curbside. I'll take your payment over the phone. This is 2020. A lot of other things have gone to hell in a handbasket, but we can still take your payment over the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Look for other alternative options if you want to participate in that and making sure that once again, these small businesses do not continually take a beating during this COVID season. Yeah. Oh, Danny, if only people would just stay home and just, I don't know, make things like whittle. People would just learn to whittle. (laughs) I mean, there's only so many things you can whittle, though. Challenge accepted. I don't need like 10 whistles. (laughs) I I want so much out there for someone to please send Danny a whistle whistle for the holiday season. I I mean, if that just happened to appear, I'll be a big fan. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll accept friend. the first one. The rest I'm sending back. <laughs> You'll donate to charity, but it's a regift but, those <laughs> exactly. And and I know even that, like even in jest, me saying just stay home and make things, even that's a privilege. You have yeah. to have the material. You have to have the time. It's just I'm actually really excited little sneak peek because we're going to talk a little bit about managing expectations <laughs> during the holiday season in our next full episode so we don't want to go too too much into that but kind of switching gears a little bit of what we kind of talked about the advertisement for for Black Friday it is it's a beast <laughs> I feel like I've been seeing Black Friday advertisements since September hmm I I am remarkably good at filtering out advertisements in my mm, life. That's really it, good. It, it it is probably one of those like skills that's like my superhero skill that I'm like <laughs> a little cheated on. No, but it's like I would rather have teleportation, but instead my my superhero skill is I don't see advertisements. I'm just so good at being on a website and there could be like 20 pop-ups and like the sidebar and in the middle of the article and I don't see any of them. Like I just can't, I I don't remember any of them. The rest of us mortals. (laughs) Maybe they're like implanted into my brain somewhere, which is also scary. A commercial will come on if we're watching TV and I just like tune it out. Meanwhile, my husband is like losing his mind and like mute it or turn it off. We can't. I can't handle these commercials. And I'm just like, what commercial? Oh, yeah. I guess there's a commercial (laughs) happening. (laughs) Like billboards. I drive past billboards. I can't tell you what was on any billboard that I've ever seen. Like it's it's ridiculous. I think that is an amazing. So you deflect shade. You can read an absurd amount of books. You don't you don't notice advertisement. This is a really cool superhero. I'm I'm super into her. We must name her by the end of the episode. My husband's the same way with. That's why we hardly ever watch regular television because he can't handle adverts. They don't bother me, but I do notice them. 
I notice mm. them a lot, especially if they have like a hot jingle. Oh my girl, I'm a sucker for a good <laughs> jingle. I'm awful. I will remix them. I will send them to my closest friends. We will do raps over them. We are, I'm a sucker for a good advert. Not that I want to buy the stuff. I do have a lot of jingles from my childhood just like burned into my brain. <laughs> But like all, all joking aside, there has seemed to be a noticeable uptick in the use of interracial couples. Mm, yes, Girl. that is true. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> the few times I do pay attention to commercials, I have I have noticed that that it is a lot of interracial couples, a lot of mixed race families. Mm-hmm. It's uh, we slightly touched on this in our let's talk about sexualization, which is our episode 14, a little bit of how they kind of manipulate specifically women of color and kind of use that within the beauty industry. But the visiting of this idea is this upticking trend. And a lot of people are also noticing noticing it as well. And I have thoughts and I want to enjoy it and I want it to be a sense of inclusion and I want to feel represented but uh, uh, why am I still I'm still uh, am I bothered or maybe I'm unsettled and maybe I'm not fully accepting it yet I don't want to speak for you but I will speak for myself and perhaps Mm -hmm. this will land and resonate with you I feel that these advertisements these marketing strategies are not necessarily marketing to people of mixed race or to people who are in mixed race relationships, but instead marketing to consumers whose values align Mm. with, with that. The ideas of like inclusion, diversity, and just like the general liberal progressive person who will watch this ad and be like oh it's so cool that this corporation is doing this yeah and so so for me like that that undercurrent just rubs me wrong like there's something about it that rubs me wrong and it feels like it's it's this white corporate america that believes that racial progress is when people of color are allowed into white spaces. Mm. And that that's like the feeling that I have within these commercials because I think it still is very much a white space because who are these corporations that are presenting these commercials? Who is on the team making these commercials? Mm-hmm. Who is on the boards of these corporations? Who is profiting from consumers feeling soft and fuzzy watching these commercials? I don't believe that it is true representation on that end. What do you think? I mean, I, I agree. It's 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 not inclusion. I believe it's cashing in. Because the thing I really was struggling with, because I want to know, like, who wrote these commercials, like you said, who who directed them? And it, but it goes beyond the commercial. Like, who are these companies hiring? Who is in higher management? Who are the CEOs? Like, I believe in my whole heart 
that this is a really great place to start. And I know companies like Kraft, Old Navy, State Farm, recently Oreo uh, had a commercial uh, shedding light on a lesbian couple. And I know they've gotten beef. And for that, I'm like, thank you for... Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that's like a whole other thing. Like, I'm not saying stop doing this in the yeah, commercials. Oh, definitely. Like, and so by all like, means, hey. continue. Use it as a first step. Exactly. There's a huge problem with the uh, the pushback that we're seeing a lot on social media with this, like people calling such moves like anti-white propaganda or mm-hmm. promoting white genocide or like all these other disgusting things that people are saying. Like, I'm not falling in line with that for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I agree with you. I think there needs to be some true change within these corporate structures mm-hmm. i don't know no because the thing is like stop cashing out on the ideal of my family mm, but not yes. really caring for my family because the thing yes, is old yes. baby can have as many mixed couples as you want which once again i for the longest time only saw uh traditionally a black male with a white female only probably right. in the last five years have we seen anything different even a, a person from a different race or ethnicity be with someone else who is non-white. So even that is still something I have not seen. But actually taking a stance. Like State Farm can have as many lovely interracial couples, but actually saying Black Lives Matter. See, yeah. that helps me know where you're at. <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, I think it's it's what you're saying. It's like it's not actually a loving act in which like you're being seen. Yeah. within this right it, it's it's just marketing is exactly what it is I, I read this study that was done with parents and some like 2,000 parents were surveyed in this study and it was by a, a parenting website and they found that 80 percent of these 2,000 parents were pleased to see diverse families and mm-hmm. ads like they liked it and 72 percent of them said a brand that shares their values is an important factor in their purchasing decisions. So this is something that the companies are aware of. So they don't actually need to change their values. They just mm-hmm. need to portray the values that they think the consumers want them to have. Exactly. And and I do think they do. I mean, game sees game. People who are mixed race mm-hmm. are on the uptick because interracial marriages are on the uptick. Like, yep. You know, there. this is you can look at what was it? What was I looking at beforehand? Oh, the School of Journalism in Northwest University. They were talking about this data of this uptick of this percentage of interrace marriage of going up 24 percent since 2010. Wow. So, yeah. So yeah. it's. That's not, and that was in 2017 when they took this poll. Yeah, the Pew Research Center said mm. that in 2015. I know how you love the Pew Research Center. I um, do. <laughs> I do. 2015, 11 million people in the country yes. are in mixed race yes. marriages. That's a lot know. of people. That's so, a lot of people. Yeah. And I know it might not seem like a, a lot to put yourself out there to make a commercial that you're going to be have all this tweet hate. But if you see the long game, you know, eventually that is going to be your main demographic. So once again, it comes down to making investment in 
future consumers because the likelihood statistics will also tell you of people having at least 1.5 children is quite high. (laughs) Those Mm -hmm. people want to see themselves reflected in your product. But once again, advertisements is not an indication of real change. Yes. And so I I think that that we're both kind of inching towards a similar takeaway of Mm -hmm. all of this, which is it's important for us to vote with our dollars. Yes. Right. Like we want to support local businesses. We want to support companies that are doing good things. But I think it requires a little bit more than letting a commercial hit you in the warm and fuzzies to find what is a good place to spend your money. Exactly. And and I think this is just a call for a little bit more transparency for something a little bit deeper mm. with, with these companies. And honestly, I don't think I'm asking for anything that they cannot supply. And that is where their money is going and who they're giving their money to. And I, like I said, in this day and age, I think transparency is not only one of the sexiest things, but one of the most viable things that we need going forward. <laughs> yeah. The flip side of it, and this is something we've talked a lot about, is... The representation is important. There is a reason why it does feel nice to see these mixed race families and couples. And it's because we don't see them enough. Mm -hmm. So, yes, that part is nice. Maybe uh, Hollywood can kind of take something away from from the success of those I agree. Like, please don't stop and please don't do not let the takeaway be that we're just being salty. I mean, but yeah, I'm always slightly salty. But does that more? I'm always going to ask for more when it comes to this, when it comes to real representation, when it comes to real change and inclusion. I'm always going to ask for more because we're starting from from a negative account, you know. And so mm-hmm. I love seeing things that look like my family a little bit more. But from the backlash and the hate, we still from people viewing this and like you said, wanting to align themselves with a company that allows their, their values. We still have such a long, long way to go. And we just want it to be deep, sustainable change starting from the top. And that is having more people of color, having more women of color head up these different companies and giving those great opportunities to where it trickles down to their advertisement. I I think it's weird that it's starting from the advertisement up and not the the company down. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just think it's such a weird transaction, but it's a it's a lovely starting place. And I do enjoy my my warm and fuzzies, but I can't catch feels like you're going to have to have more than, you know, craft singles is going to have to do a lot more if they want my money. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just the coercive capitalist system, Domika. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just the face like it's easy to change the face without changing the, the actual values and the actual power. Mm, capitalism comes in all colors. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> Which is why I try to make as many of my gifts as possible. <laughs> oh, girl. I, uh, the time, though. The time. The time is an issue. And mm-hmm. this year, this year more than ever, it feels like, even though I'm at home all the time, you would think I have more time. How do I Mm-mm. have less time? Girl, I don't say know. it. Don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should just, uh, what I really like to do is that they just kind of do like, especially if they have bigger families, I don't relate to that, but they'll just pick one person that's mm. like a secret Santa and they'll just do the one. And I think, oh, that's what just, let's just minimize expectations, shall we? But I don't. Yeah, this is bleeding into a little bit about what we'll be talking about in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But I do feel 
a little bit like, can we just cancel the rest of 2020? <laughs> like, can we just cancel it all? Like, it's <sighs> fine. We it's can good. have Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that next year. Yeah. Like, let's just let's just all just stay in our homes, mm. go into like a deep meditative state, mm. <laughs> like a just little hibernation. Focus on our yeah. Focus on our survival please mm. for the next several months because i feel like we're going to be living this this hellscape for another <laughs> year yeah <laughs> so maybe maybe next year we can have thanksgiving and christmas i don't Ooh, know i have an idea take all <laughs> i'm serious i'm go with me here you, you, you just just have faith take all that money all that energy that you would have spent on gifts for people and donate it towards the research for a vaccine and we'll see how that turns out. Yeah. The National Retail Federation mm. said over the five-day Thanksgiving weekend last year, mm-hmm. 2019, 189.6 yep. million people went shopping. Oh, oh, I'm looking at those numbers, girl. Yeah. 189.6 14%. And th- that's the thing. They're still projecting an <laughs> another jump. Yeah. I just, I can't. Do not be, pers- like, do not be swayed by the advertisement people. I don't, I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings. I have read articles on both sides where people say you're actually not between how much you can actually buy. And people actually travel quite a ways to participate in these sales that you, in theory, if you just shop within the holiday season or beforehand, you actually save enough money. Some people swear by it. Other people say you actually don't save that much. I don't know. Someone smarter than me, please do that research because <laughs> I just, I want to understand it. I have, in my youth, have gone with other people for emotional support. And it is just, it's not the best of humanity. Yeah. Do you have any, do you have any Black Friday stories to to share. I do. I went and went with a. I don't. I won't even say a friend. I went. <laughs> I went with the ex. I went with an ex boyfriend of mine when he was my ex boyfriend, and for support. I don't know, guys. Real unhealthy. <laughs> I went and is it? It's probably the ex boyfriend I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, super okay. duper unhealthy. <laughs> and we all have them, right? And I went with him to stand in line for Best Buy at like four in the morning. Oh yeah, no. it was like four or five. And it's and here's the thing: people don't know about Albuquerque, about Burke. That's the desert. The desert gets cold, guys. We don't have any trees or vege- like vegetation to hold in warmth. So when the sun goes down in the desert, it gets below freezing. It gets really cold. So it was dark. It was cold. And girl, when I told you I we had these two, I love them to death, uh, two Caucasian women who were obviously sauce the boss down. They were so <laughs> toasted in front of us. It was just like this hell and it was but i will tell you this they did have people outside with their little clicker counters making sure that they were keeping a certain amount of people in but once you got inside it was just this oppressive lingering where i had to clutch my pearls i had to keep my purse close to me the security was up on high which made me like my anxiety was just through the roof it was just you just i just wanted to get out and i regret every moment of it i've gone 
I think I've gone a total of three times in my lifetime. And every time I'm like, this was never worth it. I have not seen the best of humanity. I do need to go home and shower. Yeah. So I've, I've done it a total of three times, but I've never purchased anything. So I've only, I've only gone with people. And so, uh, yeah, peer pressure apparently works on me. <laughs> don't go. Don't go. But I've, I've only been once. Um, mm. My sister and I went one year. And it was, like you said, it's just not a pleasant experience. And I remember we didn't like, we didn't do the whole wake up early and wait in line. I mean, such such things were happening, but it was like the beginning of of that that era. Yeah. Uh, when you could still go at like 9 a.m. or something and, and there would be things there. Mm. Uh, so we went early and it was just it was unpleasant and people are like pushing and uh, mm. I don't like it. I don't <sighs> My husband went once, but he went like at 10 to be like, surely. And he's like, we we actually got our first printer that way. Our first grown up printer. <laughs> that printer was hella loyal. So I guess maybe I just, I, I and the thing is, I don't want to take away from anyone's tradition. I know a lot of people say, hey, we go with our family and we get up early. We make hot chocolate. And, but I ch- this is not it. And I'm so, so sorry that there's like another thing that we have to sacrifice. And another thing you have to grieve. This this is yeah. that that mocha peppermint lotion is not worth it. Those Ugg boots aren't worth it. That you know what I mean? Like I, I said, mean, feel free to grieve, yeah. but I also just feel like let's just put it all on hold. Mm-hmm. Why not? Uh, I know, and it, it it sounds like we're trying to be downers, but it's out of a place of like deep care. Of course, you know we're not fans of consumerism. I think we've made that more than clear. But at this state, it's really about public health, and so desperately wanting next year to look different than this year. So I know that that's. I feel like we've pleaded our case. Yes. <laughs> Before we move into happy place, sorry to spring this on you, but I, I just remembered. So last year. We started a new tradition, and so now we have to continue it this year. Oh, gosh. Uh, (laughs) Yes. So, Ungrateful Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. As the lead up to Thanksgiving. And yes, this is, this is the, we're a little early. Ungrateful Tuesday should be next Tuesday, but we aren't doing a full episode. So I think it's a good time to talk about it now. Demika, can you, can you describe to anyone who's new what Ungrateful Tuesday is? So do you ever have to sit around the Thanksgiving table and everyone has to talk about what they're really thankful for? And it's always really awkward, not because we lack thankfulness. It's just the sheer fact of uh, articulating it in front of a mass group of people that you might have just argued about who you voted for is really awkward and terrible. So it's just the what it sounds like. We talk about what we're not grateful for. And it does amazing things things for the soul. Yeah. I mean, I feel like most of my ungrateful things are like such big things that we can all get behind. All right. right. Number one. Okay. Number one, obviously, COVID-19. Yeah. The winner. Totally. Ding, ding, ding. Put a crown on her. I feel Just, like we should have like confetti music right, right. here. <laughs> confetti music. Ooh, put a crown on her. Oof. Yeah. 
COVID-19, not grateful for it. Definitely not. How many people voted for white supremacy in this country? Not grateful for it. Not grateful for it. Wah, wah. The discomfort every time I go into a store now, I just, I should have dug on it. Did you, I sent you a TikTok, now this is getting personal, about, <laughs> did you get the video about yes. the woman asking on a call about how many of her white counterparts voted for, for Trump? It's, it, it's like that. It's very uncomfortable. It's not it's not a victory, guys. I did not take delight in the election week. So I'm still recovering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think definitely a strong three and that as connected to both of them is having to fight people about wearing a mask, which is also yes. tied with wearing a mask. It's both. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't leave the house often enough for mask wearing to bother me too much. Mm. But yes, I agree. Come on. We all have to wear a mask. That's Mm -hmm. where we're at. Yeah. Deal with it. Get over yourself. It's fine. Yep. And, and, you know, and I want to be understanding to those who might have conditions that would make wearing a mask quite difficult. Let me tell you what percentage that actually is. It's quite low, my friend. So you, Mr. Bearded Gentleman over there that doesn't just want to get your face all messed up, I'm over you. No offense. It just, it makes no sense to me that we're still having mass gatherings where people are not wearing a mask. And I get it. I have to do, I mean, we do, I do a lot of grocery shopping. I house hunted. I was, I have to wear a mask with glasses. It's foggy. It's weird. It's wet. It's not great. Just the worst is when you sneeze into your mask. It's like the most, that's, that's something I'm not grateful for. (laughs) No, no, no. You feel like the grossest human being ever and you can't do anything about it, especially not in public. (laughs) You can't do a daggone thing about it. I'm not thankful for jeans in Mm. 2020. I, we've never been friends, but this was kind of the final blow was 2020. I, um, I finally had it and I've just succumbed to stretchy pants. So not thankful for that. Yeah, uh, I'm not thankful for the fact that sitting around and working on a computer somehow exhausts me. <laughs> I, I'm not grateful. Not grateful. I'm not grateful for Zoom camera angles and mm. computer lighting. I perpetually mm. always look tired. Yeah. <laughs> and ashy, no matter what kind of light I have. So I'm not thankful for that. I think we can all say we're also not thankful for any trips or plans that we had planned in the last year having to be postponed or canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not thankful. Ooh, or movies, like major movies that were supposed to come out. Like I was really looking forward to In the Heights coming out. And that, Mm. yeah. Here's what I'm not grateful for surrounding movies or Mm. television or any entertainment. Anything that is set in the present day feels weird (laughs) because you're like why aren't they wearing masks why are they so close to each other they have cell phones they just talked about Billie eilish like this is supposed (laughs) to be present day but it doesn't feel right (laughs) no stop living the fantasy that is so weird i actually saw a commercial where they had masks and my husband and i looked at each other i I don't like that either (laughs) i like any of it i guess stop shoving my reality in my face let me have have my fantasy it's it's both you are uncomfortable with both we're just we're yeah. never satisfied we're just gonna stick with reruns we know there's just supposed to be fake yeah very 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 unthankful for that i'm un- you know girl do you know what i'm 
also unthankful for people not being able to dispose of said mask in a trash can. The recent uptick Ugh. of rubbish from, so from gross. gloves Come on. and masks. Like, it is so gross. And I've seen some gross trash. Like, I, you know, used condoms, needles, diapers. Like, I, I, yeah. Somehow the mask thing really gets to me. Because I know they're all relatively new. Maybe that's what it is. It's like, you know, this didn't roll over from a trash bin, from a dumpster, from it's just someone being But lazy. also it kind of like defeats the purpose if their droplets are all like out in the world. <laughs> I, I don't know. know. Uh, just sitting there breeding on the ground. I just can't. I am unthankful for that. Oh, and also the amount of plastic we've had to go to all the um all the progress we have made towards oh, trying yeah. to go to a greener country but nope. now because we have to do a plastic lot of plastic is yep, back plastic she is back and she's all did you miss me yeah. <laughs> no the oh. answer is no oh my goodness just with how many people have to get food to go and yeah. mask and things that we've had to do that that's just what's happened and plastic is just like oh you come crawling back Oh, oh! Yeah. I'm supposed to be bad. I'm like you're horrible. But yeah, I am unthankful for every every step we tried to make in the other direction being for naught. So, yeah, lots oh. to be ungrateful for this year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did someone pass the stuffing? Please let us know what you're ungrateful for. Get it all out. It's like you know, purge. <laughs> Actually, it feels really. It feels oddly weird. <laughs> with that shall we move into our happy place change gears think about happy things <laughs> yes yes please that sounds great Tamika, what is your happy place? This happy place is very near and dear and close to me. And I mean that literally because quality underwear is my happy place today. I had a coupon. It goes great with the episode. I had a coupon to get a bra for a really good price, and I have not bought a new bra, and I won't tell you guys how long it's been because you you all don't know me like that. And you got, like, a free underwear, little panty to go with it, Mm. and I actually went masked up. I mean, they're both black, so... I mean, that's matching. Yeah, so they don't like belong together, but they're both black and the underwear's got like little Dea de las Muertes skulls on it and the top has no underwire, which is heaven. And I just, it fits properly and it's new and I don't know. It's like the little, little things. I just, I hate splurging on things like that, which I know are important. Like my health and my body those things all matter and it's my comfort but it's just so hard to justify like we're getting a house and so every purchase I make I'm like oh no we need to get this for the house and so it was so nice to kind of go and be like but I had a deal (laughs) (laughs) and it was not busy and there was nobody in the stores and it was for a store that's you know promotes plus size and it was like so I felt really really good and so it was nice it's something about having like a good set on underneath that's just like i can do today 
I can do yeah. this. Maybe I have it all together. It's a weird confident thing having like mm-hmm. nice underwear. I don't know what it is. Girl, I don't know. And it doesn't happen very often where I'm like, I like both pieces. Both pieces are popping. They fit. I've got yeah. this. They don't even have to be like sexy. They just, I at 35, they just have to be functional. And when I got functional underwear on, girl, I'm going to turn that. <laughs> it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a great day. No one can tell me nothing. Like my buns look great in these leggings and I can, I'm staying hydrated. I'm going to turn this around. It just gives yes, you Yes. It's all you, Damika. It's all you. <laughs> <laughs> me and this, this, um, that thick elastic, like waistband kind of thing that has like cute little logos on it. Love it. I'm here for it. Go get you some. <laughs> What about you, girl? How are you? You have been so crazy, just busy and doing all the things and doing the most. And how are you having little moments of happy? Well, I have a couple, uh, but I'm just going to pick one. I'm just picking one. There is a very famous live YouTube channel playlist video song. I don't know. Um, Lo-fi hip hop radio beats to relax and study yes! to. Do you know this? With the yes! anime girls. So so yes! my happy place my happy place is not that, but this is the reference point for that. <laughs> you know that? Yes, yes. You know that? Yeah, I totally do. Not that. <laughs> exactly. But but I feel like you need to know that to appreciate my happy place. Okay. So, so there is a similar like playlist of of a few different videos that are like ranging from an hour to a couple of hours that were put out by Monterey Bay Aquarium and they call Ooh. it Krill Waves Radio. <laughs> And it is lo-fi hip-hop over videos from the aquarium. So there's like a squid one, there's like otters, there's fish, and it is everything. It is so good. That is amazing. (laughs) How do you... I don't even want to know how you found it. That is so... So it's like, so it has the lo-fi hip-hop and it's playing and it just... Is it videos or it's just like cycled photos of the sea creatures no it's videos it's videos because they also do live streams of various things from the aquarium so it's just a video from one of those live streams with lo-fi hip-hop music over it oh my goodness that is amazing (laughs) that is so good so do you like yeah do you do that to sleep or you have that just on the background I have it on. I like I like to listen to podcasts or to music while I'm working. So today I put it on. My my husband was at home working. Uh, he had a conference this week, a farming conference. So usually, you know, he's not here, but he was here this week. And so we were both at our computers. And then I put it on my phone. <laughs> so like mm. had my phone up on the shelf so we could just like look at... <laughs> these like fish and these squids and these otters while this music is playing over our bluetooth speaker it was so nice oh that is delish all right so y'all get into some really cozy draws get you some lo-fi that's playing over an aquarium and you just have the biggest chill like i already feel like this 
picture is an anime picture. <laughs> like the over socks and like an oversized sweater with yeah. just underwear underneath listening to some cool beats while watching Aquatic Life. Yeah. Uh, everything's going to yeah. be okay. I mean, those those like sorts of videos, it's like the fireplace at home, right? It's like something yes. just so relaxing. Oh, and I, I felt really bad because the last episode we did, I discovered a happy place that would have been perfect the day after <laughs> we recorded. And it was... Oh, no, no, um, no. It was on the streaming service Shudder, which is just horror mm-hmm. movies. They have like a their own version of Fireplace at Home, and it is yes. a jack-o'-lantern. It is just a <gasps> jack-o'-lantern with spooky music. It's so good. Oh, that is so good. People are so creative. And I love that people want a screen on, but they want it for a vibe. Like, not yeah. necessarily, like, you can still watch the, like, but you don't want, like, a storyline. You're not even looking for, you, you know, you're just looking for something to set the tone and vibe and calm yourself down. So please keep coming and keep making those because we really need them. We really need them. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. What one would you want? I feel like you would mm. want um, as videos of cemeteries. Ooh, with, I love it. I, I'm I think into you it. need that. I think you I'm should just make it. it. I think, and I think, like, every so often, there should be, like, a ghost or, like, something unexplained happening. So if you're actually paying, like, close attention. <laughs> like, there's someone coming closer, like, to you, like, an object, and every so right? often. Like, you know, some orbs. Videos. I don't know. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm kind of into it. I'm I'm really vibing that. That sounds so What good. else? What do you think? <laughs> what else do we need? I'm trying to think. I mean, there's, like, basic, like, snowfall, but I want it to be, like, in really mountainous, dangerous kind of areas. Um, mm. I love the sea, but, like, deep sea. So my husband is obsessed with ocean because it's terrifying so he does not like scary movies but he loves the depths of the sea which i find to be way scarier than any monster movie (laughs) so i think i would love to hear like japanese lo-fi over the depths of the bottom of the sea with really like those ancient really old sea creatures you know the ones that are blind and terrifying like a, a deep sea creature yeah like real deep deep sea Ooh, or um old uh, sunken ships i've always found them to be so beautiful haunting but beautiful i love mm. that speaking of like deep sea creatures there was it was an octopus that was discovered in the great barrier reef recently have you heard about this mm. it's like a deep sea no. octopus yeah it, it was like blind and weird and emits a green light Ooh! like i'm all about it i wish i remembered what it was called but i guarantee if i ask michael he's just been like oh yeah sonia i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure he knows yes yes he knows all about it but that is so chill i'm totally into it now i'm gonna have to like investigate and come up with more of these so uh that's just what i needed after being so unthankful <laughs> it's just a release. I mean, you could you it could totally put one is. of these things on like your fireplace at home and have your own your own ungrateful Tuesday. It might be nice. <laughs> if you two can also host Cathartic your own ungrateful and relaxing, yes. yeah. 
It does sound really good. You should everyone ho- like host your favorite Zoom calls, but you all just get it out. Just get it all out and be as creative and as dank as you need to be and just get all well, that unthankfulness out. And if out. you're not feeling like it's too much, like it's too vulnerable or it's like too loud, mm. like have a Zoom call where everyone's on mute airing their grievances. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good. Oh, this this is a winner. This is totally a winner. I'm into it. All right, friends. We should wrap it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear all of your thoughts and feelings about this world that we're living in and about Black Friday and advertising and, of course, your ungrateful Thanksgiving. You can send us an email, biracialunicorns at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook at Biracial Unicorns, and we are on Twitter at Biracial Magic. We want to give a huge uh, shout out to people we are thankful for, which is going to be Dolly Pop Art, who's done our very iconic unicorn art, Joseph Scott, who has done our intro and outro music, and also a little shout out to So Smith's Photography, who has done some uh, photographs and videos for us. She actually has a calendar out that you should totally nab up. So please, please go to So Smith's Photography on Instagram and check her out. She might be sold out, I think. She might. Double check. So, I know she so go quick. Go in. quick. Yeah. Pause well, super this. quick. Super quick. Yeah. Go now. We'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for, for for real. I mean, and that we can support that business because it's it's banging and it's hella local. <laughs> but um if you're really enjoying what we're putting out here and we know that we do, we would really like it if you want to buy us a cup of coffee. It's nothing crazy, nothing nothing uh extravagant, but we have all that information down in in our show notes as well but if you like what we do we completely support ourselves and we would just love to have that little extra little love and if you really really keep the lights on (laughs) yeah as it were (laughs) but if you also really enjoy what we're doing if you can't do that are you not in that place totally understandable but what you can do that costs nothing is please leave us a review we would absolutely love that that helps us so much in the science and the algorithm it just that is the thing that kind of boosts us and puts us more out there for more people to listen to so we can continue to grow the communities of unicorn and get this information out there that would be tremendous and i would be super thankful for that all right unicorns we will be back next week with a minisode and in two weeks with another full-length episode Mm -hmm. all right y'all Peace out.